Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right, welcome in, people. We 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 we're 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 doing it. Back we're at doing we it. actually are you guys sure you want to do this? We're, we're doing showing it. up, damn it. It's like days out. We're going to show up. The Celtics don't show up, but we show up, okay? We show up and we work hard and we're going to do it. Um, and how many times are we going to say, and again, we're going to let people populate the room before we get going. We got some ornery people in the room right now. So everyone's <laughs> going to have their say before it's over. But special guest uh, tonight tonight is Jeff Goodman. Um, and before we get to his latest zesty take on Jalen Brown, which we will a little bit later in the show, oh, uh, we just want to welcome him to the Garden Report post-game show. And uh, Jeff, we'll give you first bite at the apple. It's, I don't know how many times we're going to say worst loss ever because it, feel, it feels like we've said it a lot. It's hard to not, call this, the, it's hard to not call this the worst loss ever. This is. This happens. This What's is up, stuff. Jeff? They were, they were atrocious and embarrassment. Um, I, I don't – listen, I don't care that Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker didn't play. Um, I, I do care because I think Jason should have been out there uh, I, I don't know how bad the injury is or whatever he's dealing with, but in, in a game like this, you got to be out there. There's what 11, 12 games left in the regular season. You, you needed this win. You could ill afford a, a loss like this, but even without Tatum and Kemba, last I checked, they were without Shea Gill, Giselle Alexander, and, and they stink. They absolutely stink. They're trying to tank. They've got a garbage team other than Lou Dort, and, and you lost. You had supposedly one of the top. 25 players in the NBA in Jalen Brown. I still Uh-oh. don't buy that. Supposedly. It starts now. What do you mean? Yeah, Jeff, he, was, he was an all-star, team. Jeff. What do you mean? You're not losing That's the game. supposedly that factor. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. it's it, it's true, Jeff. Like, look, I think they rolled the dice on Tatum 
thinking we can get away with tonight and still squeak out the win. Exactly. And so we needed to give them a day off. Let's pick the game. And they picked this one on the back-to-back, on the front end of a back-to-back, and it burned them, obviously. And I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's hurt. Uh, but, I mean, again, it doesn't matter. Like, I watched this whole game. I've now watched two Oklahoma City games this year. I still can't name a player on their team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, the dude who jumped who, who down 40, 40, the, the first matchup or something? It's unreal. Not even the door. <laughs> no, I mean, I can, but then the Come joke on. doesn't land. Um, no, no, I got you. This is an absolute joke, and I'm now at the point, and I said this on the podcast earlier with Bob Ryan that we aired. I'm now at the point where if you're Danny Ainge, you have to either the coach goes or or a player goes. Something has to happen after this year. You cannot go into the season next year with this same group and the same coach. And I love Brad Stevens. Everybody knows what I think of Brad Stevens as a human being. I think he's a really good coach, but something needs to change period and something major yeah i you think i think that's the next step team. here you just lost to a team that in their last four back in the back-to-backs got their asses kicked by an average of 31 plus points per game per game not total per game yeah. this they've had bad losses before i get that this, this is beyond is. inexcusable Beyond, yeah. Yeah. Gerard, fourteen game losing streak, and again, there's math involved here. So excuse me if I stumble, but you're right. Off of uh, last night, a 30, 31, 20, then six, twelve, six, six, couple close ones, thirty eight, ten, okay, uh, twenty four, twenty seven, eleven, twenty four, forty eight. 37. That's that's the margin of error on their 14 losses. You've got to be freaking kidding me. Like, you can't and you know lose what? this team. And, and the, thing about it, the thing about it was their game plan, Oklahoma City's game plan, was exactly the game plan you have if you're trying to lose. We're just going to let you shoot all you want. It's a buff. It's an all, it's all buffet. Take yeah. any shot you want. All you got to do is make it. Make an like, open how shot. Do you, yeah. How do you allow this team to shoot 40-plus threes when you have non-shooters on the floor, like not great shooters, like yeah. this is Brad, you have to change when, when you don't have Tatum and you don't have great shooters. Don't you have to change the way you play a little bit and not have well, like I'm so sick of this Marcus Smart shooting 10 threes every game. When he's on, that's fine. When he's over his first six, you're done. You're no, done. But yeah, no but see, more, that's the no that's the thing, Goodman, though. That's the game plan. It's let them shoot. Let them they, you won't it, it won't put you in, right? It won't do you in if you let the Celtics shoot. And that's what OKC did, right? They gave him all those three-pointer opportunities, and Marcus took damn near every single one of them. He, what was it? One for, one for nine, God, one Agnell. for ten? My guy, like, Mark Dagnell. I met him when he was like a manager at Florida ten years ago. This is It's the greatest story ever. Lemonster's own Mark Dagnell just beat the crap and outcoached Brad Stevens with a bunch of G-leaguers. And it drives me nuts. It really does because <laughs> I, the, the way they went about it, right, whether it was they first established the outside shot that the Celtics couldn't couldn't defend, right, they start taking it to the Celtics, and the Celtics cannot just, just protect the basket. Can you prevent a layup from going in without fouling? Like, that's what I was literally screaming did- to the TV throughout the fourth quarter, and then they do it again. They did it twice with under a minute left. 
Dan the comeback. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. When did Dort like, become James Harden? Like the last like, right, right, exactly. Hey, like, grinder, dude. Like, like, like the last near comeback win. What we said last time, we're not impressed anymore because this pattern it's it's too much. It's been throughout the entire season. Well, getting, that's he was getting to the cup like his name was James Harden. But Jeff, Jeez, let me everyone off the draw. Yeah, that the way he was leaning, the fake, but, the hesitation, he was looking like Harden out there, Sherrod. Right, I mean, Jeff, it, let me ask you the question because you said it. Like, okay, you know, guys are doing these things. Like Marcus goes out and shoots and 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 uh, you know, sticking to a game plan or not sticking to a game plan. Uh, what is one? Is there a game plan? And two, do they throw it out? 30 seconds into every single game and just do whatever they want because the it literally do. the play do the players do anything that they're asked to do well the, the problem is you don't you don't have guys that <laughs> anything know how to move the ball just one right. thing just do basketball. one thing i tell uh, you but i don't know good man yeah marcus doing it peyton pritchard i thought was great I mean, what bothers me, guys, what bothers me is, is when Marcus Smart is literally going up to Romeo Langford saying, no, go that way. No, Romeo, do the screen over here. Like, he's literally walking him through their coverages. I'm like, in the middle of brand, the game, in the middle of the game. Like, is this a brand new defense that Brad Stevens just rolled out or are these guys just not getting it? Like, I, I don't I don't understand. The second unit. Well, it, it, listen, in 48. Let, let's let's be honest here. Like he's not himself. We we know that. He gets no, a pass. Not he gets a pass. Yeah. On that last. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> the last play defensively, when I forget who threw the ball up, and he was like a step slow to react to it. Like he's not fast anyway. But I think he yeah. would have made that play if he wasn't coming out of COVID, right? Uh, uh, but again, I'm done with the excuses for this team. I've made him for. <laughs> That's where they stop. That's where they stop. That's absolutely it. done. <laughs> And again, to me, I would – I don't know. I mean, you guys tell me, would you fire Brad Stevens or would you make a move with a player? Because you you can't make a move with Kemba. You're not getting enough value for Kemba. You can't trade him. I'm not trading Tatum for anything. I, I know I may be the only one on the island now, but I'm still on the island here. I'm not trading No, Tatum. You know what, Jeff? I, I just think these two are too talented to, to not see this thing through. I mean, or at least another year, at least another year or two. I don't I don't think there's any way in hell that Danny Ainge wants to split the split the tandem. Now, now good man, I see you just made that face. I, I'm not talking about Brad or the players. I'm to answer your question, I say it, it's the head coach. Bradley it's gotta Beale. be the coach. It's gotta Bradley be the culture. Beale. It's gotta Bradley be a new Beale. voice get to lead these guys, to lead those two uh rising superstars. Because that's exactly what they are. It's not like the Celtics had the wrong two superstars here. They it's might just, they got the they got the wrong culture though. No, Jalen Brown and Time Lord and whatever else you gotta oh, give it's us. Too early. Too early, Go Jeff. Not yet. Not yet. Go get them. Not yet. I want to um, see this thing through with with, with this can core. Move the ball. Beal can move the damn ball. He scores when he needs to. But Bradley Beal is a ball mover as well when you need him to be. He showed it when when John Wall went down, and, and people thought that, oh, my God, the Wizards, they're going to be horrible, which they are, but he's going to play horribly, and he didn't. He showed the ability to be a scorer and a facilitator. I didn't think he had that in his game because you didn't really see a lot of that when he was in college, and you damn sure didn't see it when he played with Wall. But when Wall was out of the picture, he showed the ability to be an elite facilitator. If Washington is open, for business, for Bill, we gotta have that conversation. And Beal and Tatum are boys, so like, there's a chance Beal could stay here. Yeah, but Sherrod, Sherrod, Washington's not picking up that phone unless you're talking about Jalen Brown. I mean, that's I didn't the say they had to pick up the phone. Yes, I said we Jaylen had to Brown. have the conversation. You so already know who's got to pick up the damn phone. 
So you're, you're willing to give up one of those guys? I'm willing to talk about what is it going to take. Because to me, if they said, well, if you just give us like, you know, Grant Williams, Time Lord, and a couple of bag of chips, hell yeah. If we're talking about Jalen, we got to think about that. We got to look and see what else is out what? there. What is there to think yeah. about? DC and Jalen, man, about? that's you're a bad You're going to have to. I'm, I'm asking for Jalen and then some. Like, it's, well, see, it's well, rap, but, but see, that, Jeff, Jalen's that's my issue. It's not if, if it's just Jalen, that's one thing. But it's what else am I going to have to put into the pot for that deal to happen? That's right, where my Lord, concern comes from. You can take Time okay. Lord. You can take the, the first round pick this year, and, and we're done. We're good. If, Joy, if I'm up, Washington, I'm going to be ridiculously greedy. Ridiculously <laughs> greedy. Why, 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 why is that just throwing in Robert Williams in there? Like, he's just like a, a, a Bill little Russell. Like, like a garnish. No, like, he's Robert, a garnish on, the, on the meal. Robert Williams is Bill Russell. I forgot. <laughs> he's not Bill Russell. But he's, gotta, he's not I Russell Crowe. He's not Bill for, Russell. What is he? I want him to. I want him to be a starter for a full season, so I can find out. Is he? Is he Ben Wallace? Is he Demar? Is he no, I can answer that question for you. <laughs> he's not. Jordan? I've covered I Ben Wallace. I can tell you right now, he is not Ben Wallace. Right, maybe Thank not you. Ben. Thank you. But maybe, maybe he's a, a, a baby Rudy Gobert. We got to find out. We got no, to find not out. Not he's not he's Rudy not Gobert. I've watched enough. That video. front court is too no, thin, fellas. He's not that dude. That front court is too Keep thin. Keep going, Josue. What else you got? What else that, you got? Yeah, that yeah, front court. Bring it in. Keep what do you mean? Either well, one of those guys, like it, it's too soon, guys. I'm telling you. We got to see this thing through. He hasn't even had a full season as a starter. Listen, you know, let me so say wait, one thing. Here, here, maybe you can trade one. those guys. One thing that's nothing to do with the other. You might be able to trade one of those guys, but you also might need a new coach. And I'm not and I'm 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 with you on the Brett. Again, I think people have a hard time wrapping their minds around the nuance of the discussion. Brad can be an excellent coach, yeah. might not be the right coach for this team. Both those things can be true. It's not yeah. that complicated. We should have started just, that disclaimer. At, yeah. at that point, it might be the case because what – again, you keep pointing to things, which is like failure to do literally anything that the coach asks. He goes out there and he says, turnovers, man, they're killing us. we got to take better care of the ball. And they come off of a timeout or they start the second half tonight, and the first thing they do is turn the ball over. It's absolute total disregard for anything. Ball movement. we got to move the ball. we got to pace it. He's screaming run on the sideline, and they won't run. Like, they literally just don't do the things he wants them to do at – it's did you, do you guys it's remember? disappointing, but it's 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 the truth. So it's what true. do you do it's at true. that you point? You guys remember the sequence where I felt like the Oklahoma City Thunder were playing the Celtics offensive game where they just run up the court and jack up a three. And the Celtics never looked more comfortable in their life. Like they, they love that. And they were doing it back and forth, back and forth, whether it was Jalen or, or, or Marcus. And I'm thinking to myself, man, this has to be the complete opposite of what Brad anticipated going into this game, right? No Jason Tatum. You're shorthanded. You're going up against OKC. What a great opportunity for guys like Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown to really grab, you know, grab the team by the horn to say, hey, guys, look, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to bounce back and, and, and display that, that sort of attitude on both ends of the floor. And I thought, I got to be honest, there were some parts of this game where I just felt like they just thought that, they, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to I'm gonna put this team on my back and, and I'm going to do it on my own. And it's just not the attitude to have. And I get the frustration. I, I saw the way Jalen literally had to bite his tongue against these, you know, some of these referees because he was so upset with himself. But he was able to keep himself composed. And, you know, at the end of the game, sure, they kept it competitive, but it's just not enough. It's just the, the talent on this team, like the attitude, they, they should have turned a corner weeks ago. We thought they did, but they clearly haven't. It just has look like a team that feels that the minute the playoffs get here, everything is going to change. And I, I hate to break it to him. 
They're not built for that life. Switch they flipping doesn't work. They're not. It, does not, not it doesn't work because they, they haven't feel. established themselves as a team that has the cap the capacity to do that. You I mean, have to at this. some point actually play well in order to once again play well. That's the whole thing. Well, you know what? Even if you don't play well, play hard. Yeah. At the end of the day, play hard. If you do that, your wins are going to inevitably come your way. What bothers me about what we're seeing now is that one of the things I always loved about Bragg when he came to the Celtics was he was one of those guys that had a proven track record of making really nice, subtle nuances to his coaching and on the fly. When you get to the NCAA championship game from a school like Butler tw twice, you have the ability to make changes on the fly. And yet when I watch this team play now, I don't see that. I don't see him making the – and I know that the hand that he's dealt is not a great one, but you're not maximizing the value of the hand that you have. I mean, this was a game where you would have liked to see a little more zone because you're playing – you you couldn't stop a dead tick defensively. Yeah. And and as, as someone who went to Syracuse over here, I know a thing about what happens when you can't defend. What do you do? You play the zone and hope that you can just confuse them enough keep them at bay, force them to be thinking more than just playing, and that can be a way to neutralize that. But they're not doing – there's nothing creative that's happening with this roster that gives you the hope that they can figure this thing out. And that's disappointing because so, back to Jeff's point, this is not like we're saying Brad is a bad coach. There's just a disconnect between his strengths as a coach and this team executing what he wants and needs them to do. All right, let me say a few things. Because I, I Jimmy, oh God, one, Jimmy. one thing on this show. I haven't even gotten a chance to say hi to you guys yet. You guys He's like a sponge. Like he was just soaking it all race. in. It's like the Kentucky We're fired up, Jimmy. I can We're tell. fired up. Let's go. Jeff's, Jeff's on a Jeff, – we only have Jeff for a limited amount of time. He's got to <laughs> He's got to get his pound of flesh. We're, you got to get it all in. We're, we, you know, we're, we're ripping Jalen Brown off the top here, and I, I understand. I'm not ripping whole, him. No, no, no. I'm no, not no, no. ripping him. I'm saying no, no, no. if you could trade him for Bradley Beal, who, by the way, is a pretty good player last I checked, I would do that trade. Yeah, I'm not it's a popular take. I'm not saying you're ripping that. Okay, thanks, Jimmy. On to the topic of conversation. <laughs> the if, you took, if you took Jalen Brown out the game, if you took Jalen Brown out of this game and you put Bradley Beal in this game, I still don't know if the Celtics win. Jalen Brown had a, had a phenomenal second half of this game, and he had a pretty strong night overall. I mean, I don't think any of us can say that Jalen Brown didn't trade have him. a good night. The problem is the same problem last year is that this team is very top heavy. And when those players are missing, there's nobody to slide in and carry the load. Pritchard was the only guy tonight that Ooh. sort of answered the bell with guys out. So it's the same depth issue. It's the same depth issues, except now you don't have Gordon Hayward and your replacement, Evan Fournier can't hit the broad side of a barn right now yeah. for whatever reason, or whatever excuse you want to give him, He's a complete dud out there on offense. And he's pretty much, you know, inconsequential on defense too. So you're not getting any help from anybody aside from your stars. And if the three ball falls a little bit more than it did tonight, the Celtics might squeak this one out. Again, it's not an excuse. The problem I have with the Celtics right now is they're they're the, they're the um, slump busters. They're the team that everyone's licking their chops to and saying, hey, this is a team that we can win. We know that we can just sort of punch them in the mouth early on and, you know, sort of take yeah. their soul away. Take Nobody's scared of the Celtics. Nobody's scared of them. Everybody knows that, you know, they, they might they might put a little second half run together, but ultimately we've seen it all year. They always come up short and they make it interesting down the stretch, but they really should have never been in that position to begin with. But listen, I mean, 
Jalen Brown is, is an extremely talented player. I know that so is Bradley Beal, and it's certainly not a knock on, on Jalen Brown to be in the conversation of that's the type of player that you get in return. But I just don't know if, you know, again, it, it's like trading one star for another. It's de- There's definitely a risk there. My, 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 my confusion, I guess, or my questions are whether or not it's whether or not it's Brad or whether or not it's the makeup of the team at the top. So it could be the same thing you want to say about Brad. You can say about a Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum is that they can still be very good players and not be very good players together or not be very good players on this team. So if that's what you, if that's also right, if that's what you determine at some point, the Indian Angel will have to determine one, one way or the other. I will say this. It's extremely, extremely rare for a GM to choose a coach over a superstar player or a star mm-hmm. player. And last 100%. year is a perfect example in Philadelphia. Everybody said, who's it going to be? And beat or Simmons. One of them has to go because they don't play well together. And what happened? They fired Brett Brown. They brought Brett in Brown Bob Rivers. I'll now, just head out. Don't worry about now it. The, co- the coach yeah, and the GM. The but Brett Brown's team. not Brad. Brett Brown. No, not even close. What Brad makes. Right. Yeah. Now, again, money money aside, I assume Wick, Wick would eat the money. I don't think so. This is a team yeah, afraid see, to go in the luxury the tax, Jeff. That, that, this is a team contract. afraid to go in the luxury tax that just extended him in August for five years. You think they're going to fire him in year one? I don't think there's any chance that happens. I don't think there's any chance it happens. I don't think well, that is. I don't think there is either. But I don't think really? that means there. Oh, that means you don't Jaylen think there's Brown's any chance. I don't think there's any chance surprised. Brad gets fired in year one of an extension. I, I'd be stunned if think, that happens. I think Brad was probably, or at least close to, some job security when Indiana came knocking. That's my guess. Yeah, well, look, it doesn't matter whether it's Indiana, whether it's North Carolina. If Brad decides that he wants to walk away and the Celtics say, fine, go ahead, before he gets out of the TD Garden, he will have three to four offers once that hits. There's no doubt about that. I thought that that in demand. I thought that was an easy out. Like, for real. Like, I the Indiana yeah. stuff. We, but he didn't want it. He didn't I know want he, to go, though. I know he didn't he want it. He doesn't want that. He, it, wants, it would, he wants to stay in the NBA. It would have been an easy out, theoretically, where both yeah. sides could have been like, we love you, but I don't know if it's working, and we just signed you to a big contract. So if you want to tear up that contract and go. That's a dark legacy, the dark NBA coaching and legacy. I, I just don't think Brad's – I just don't think Brad's pride would allow him to walk away with the things in the state that they're in now. Everything I've heard, everyone either. I've spoken with – in the middle of the year, he's not going to do that. Not in the, the middle of the year. The Patino. He's the last guy yeah. to do that. Yeah. No, I didn't think he went in the middle <laughs> of the year either, and I and I don't think he will in the off season either. I, I think they'd have to fire him, which again, I just find that hard to believe. That I find well, it hard to believe they would, but I mean, anything's you know, it, it, of course, it's possible. Let me set up why we got on the Jalen Brown conversation earlier today. Uh, this guy, this handsome guy over here on the graphic. Um, said on his uh, the 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 uh, Goodman Ryan podcast that if they're going to get better Celtics need to trade Jalen Brown because it's really their only option. We've had this conversation a ton Jeff and again this is why we're talking about it again tonight. The point is that there's really nobody else they could trade. Marcus doesn't get you enough and yep. nobody really wants Kemba based off of his health or his position or his style that's of play right. and, and his whatever. So that's it. You've got one option. You've got two options. It's Tatum or Brown in order to mo- like make a needle moving trade. So you think at this point you have to do, is it now you're picking Jalen because you think Jason is the better player and the one who should stay here, or you think there's an issue with Jalen specifically that you think you want to get out from under, or is it just a fit where the two of those guys aren't going to be able together to make it work? I, I think Jason can be a top five player in this league in, in a few years. 
I think Jalen Brown right now, uh, his value, I'm not going to say it's at its peak because he can obviously get better. And he's he's shown that over the last year or two. You know, he's gotten better in the half court, better decision making, become a better shooter, all of it. I just think Tatum's upside, especially in an NBA that values uh, offense scoring, uh, you know, you know, versatility among a forward. I just think Tatum's a better overall player than Jalen Brown. Uh, so to me, again, I think you're stuck in a spot right now where either you've got to make a move with your coach or you've got to make a move with one of these three guys. And as you said, Kemba doesn't have the value. I wouldn't touch – I wouldn't trade Jason Tatum for just about anybody in the league. I, I really do think he's a guy, if you put the right people around him, and you need, again, you either need a point guard that can make people better, which Kemba just is not. He's just not. He's he's never really been that guy. He's been better over the last 10, 12 games in that regard, but that's not his strength. He's always been a scorer, and now he's not even healthy. Let's face it. He's not the Kemba that, that we saw in Charlotte. Um, so, yeah, I, I would – listen, if I'm Danny Ainge, I would – I would look at every possible trade involving Jalen Brown at this point. Obviously, you, I'd look at every trade you, involving him. Do you think they mesh, or do you think they get along? Would you, like, there are people who kind of wonder in basketball they, terms, in basketball, in basketball, basketball terms, terms, whatever it is, or you know, like obviously they're they don't have the same personality. Are they compatible? And they're not, are they compatible? Yeah. <laughs> are they compatible? Um, is there any? Is there resentment? Is, is there this anything a match made in heaven, Goodman? Is, that what is there anything we're missing this? here about I mean, why this listen, wouldn't work? I think there is, and, and I don't know if Sherrod's gotten some of this too. I, again, listen, take this with a grain of salt. It's not like these are like lockdown sources that tell me this, but I've heard it whispers enough that there's some jealousy there between these two guys. And there's been some jealousy there. Uh, maybe who, who the guy is. Maybe Jalen a little jealous of the fact that we've anointed Tatum uh, ahead of him. Whatever it is, I think there's a little bit of jealousy, but – Listen, they're 20, what, 23, 24 years old. Um, that's probably par for the course for anybody in this it's, situation. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I, I think they, they don't dislike one another or anything yeah. like that. I mean, they're they not chilling up. with each other. They're not hanging yeah. out. J right. Jimmy's jealous of Joe Sway. Right. Well, because, I mean, the, the, big, so. the big thing, Trade the me. big thing about those two guys, and I've talked with a number of people about them is they push each other to be better. And when you're pushing each other, there is going to come a point where you're thinking like, well, shit, I mean, I'm just as good as him. And then the other guy's going to be thinking, well, I'm just as good as him. Does that mean that you can't play together? No, it simply means you understand that in order to be at that top shelf status that you want, you got to keep getting better because that dude is continuing to get better. The, the thing that I'm, I'm, the more I think about all that we're talking about and just the status of the Celtics, what the elephant in the room that I, I don't think we've addressed is the money. And we've talked about Brad and his new deal and how that's a deterrent for them getting something done. But you also have to look, and we talked about this in previous episodes, the luxury tax and the impact of that and taking on another player. Tax uh, tryout. What is that going to mean? And, and for someone like Jalen Brown, you are going to have to give up way more than you're probably going to be comfortable with to make something like that happen. And then the question becomes, are you a better team if you do that? Is Brad the guy that can then all of a sudden, will he have a team that's more conducive to what works for him? And if you're starting to cater your roster to your coach, that is a that is a major, major, Risk. major problem. Because you are you are setting yourself up for a devastating fall. I mean, if I think if it came to either 
making a significant change that's going to screw you up money-wise or cutting loose, loose the coach, and that's going to cost you a ton of money, you're going to cut that coach loose. You are absolutely going to do that. And I think if, if it gets to the point where they feel they have to make a change, that's the change I think they'll make. Remember when Rick Carlisle signed his new deal in Dallas a few years back and they automatically started sucking like, almost right after that. <laughs> there was a lot yeah. of talk and conversation about, is Mark Cuban going to cut him loose? No. What Cuban did, he wrote it out because the money of getting rid of him was way too high and the money you would have to invest in trying to significantly upgrade the roster it just didn't make sense and now they're in this place where it's like we've got this really good coach but we're not really getting over that hump and if you're Danny Ainge you've got to assess whether is that your potential future having a really good coach who can't get you over the hump because you didn't have the cojones to cut him loose when it seemed the time to do that was now those are some of the issues that Danny and, and Wick and all those guys have to work out. But the bottom line is it's going to cost a lot of freaking money to do something. Is there yeah. somebody else that would want Brad in, in the NBA that they could kind of almost work something out, right? Like that, that Oh, and, and get that first knows. round pick. Like a leverage, yeah. Do the Belichick right. deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, like what they did with Doc Rivers and the Clippers. With Doc. With Doc. Exactly. Yeah. And that might be the best thing. Again, all I'm saying here is – I wouldn't give up Taylor Brown unless I'm going to get another all-star back, number one. But I would certainly, again, I think it's got to be Brad or, or, or Jalen. Yeah. If we can I, trade I Brad for another, another for another, if we could trade Brad for another TPE, I say do it. Um, <laughs> uh, before, we, totally. before, before we move on, because we got a lot more to go on this show, I just want to mm-hmm. remind everybody at home, yes, we're doing the locker room thing. Yes, we're we're probably going to be on it for a while because yes, all of you are extremely angry and you're going to want to yell and scream and talk about this. And there's some venting. And again, this is our therapy session. This is why we do this. Okay. We want to help you through this. Uh, So let's loosen the tie a little bit, you know? Yeah. So join us vent. You're in the chats. You're obviously angry. Join us on locker room after downloaded on the iOS store. Android fix coming soon. I swear. I swear it's happening. Okay. Isn't it up? Is it, huh? Didn't they get Android today? I Did they, they get did it? Yeah. Try yeah. it. Breaking news. Oh, Breaking sure. news. Yeah. Wow. Really? Goodman. Really? Goodman. How did they not let us know that? We're by far their best show. Goodman. Yeah, Goodman. I, the good started with them. I the Goodman like, Network. Yeah. They launched it. Yeah. 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 Goodman. Cats how do I get all bag. your followers, man? I see you. Uh, you you get your followers up on locker room. <laughs> Wait a second. Goodman's like, yo, I launched this thing from scratch. Trust me, it's on Android. Just it's the on Goodman's like the auto follow when you sign up. He's like, you automatically follow him. I think. Just, just the beta <laughs> version. I mean, it doesn't matter. Give it a try, Android people. Just you've the been beta out there, version. You've been out there bitching about it. Give it a shot. Let's see if you can get on there. What we'll do is, when we're about to head over, we'll post a link. We'll trickle over there. Uh, the guys will close out the show here, and uh, then we will, uh, you know, kind of listen to you guys until you know everybody's had their say. So again, join us after the game. Uh, and uh, the beta and, and version for the beta Celtics. Hi, question for everybody here: If Bobby were on the show tonight, what percentage of it right now? We're at the twenty-eight minute mark. How many minutes would we have spent talking about Luke Cornett? Oh, at Cornette least seven. Up. At <laughs> least seven. <laughs> Did you see that great tip by seven. Luke yeah. Cornett? Did you see that when he swung the ball? Opening tape. He's already Cornette texted today. that Cornette needs to start. Amen. Ty Jerome. Ty Look at my guy's Twitter right lit now. Up the Celtics in the fourth quarter. I love Ty Jerome. Yeah, I like. I like him too. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It should never happen. Yeah, this- 
I mean, uh, by you, the way, I didn't even notice this, and I should have noticed it because the graphic was sitting on the screen the entire freaking time. Look at the turnover number for OKC tonight. Yeah, yeah. I oh, that. my God. How do you lose a game to a team yeah. that on, turns on, the ball over 27 freaking times? 27. It's insane. But look at the free throws. Look how many the Celtics shot. Yeah. Bad. You know? What was they, it? They finally, they finally uh, started to string together stops at the rim, but then they couldn't stop fouling. It was, it was thirty, it was twenty, it was was it twenty eight of thirty six uh, for for OKC thirty six. Celtics got to the line a fair amount, twenty two out of twenty five, but twenty eight out of thirty six free throws for OKC. But the worst are- two free throws Man. of the night, and I somebody who understands basketball better than me maybe can explain it. The Celtics are down three, I think, and there was twenty eight seconds on the clock, or around there and with 21 seconds on the shot clock they fouled or they were down two it was 30 seconds left and they were down three and they fouled and they didn't need to why why would they foul it made no freaking sense Because that's how bad the defense is jimmy it was just like (laughs) they were trying to play two tight and like it was a freaking foul like what are you doing Brad wanted to, want... to save as much time as possible without. Can you believe Fournier got the steal there too late anyway? But I mean, what a crap freaking game. But that's game. a game where Brad has to tell them do not foul. Do not foul on this play. Just play tight defense, try to force a miss. That was stunning. Like even the Scallon, Gorman were like, why why did why did we foul here? Like, why would you foul? 30 seconds to go. You, you I mean you you and you've got a timeout. You get the ball with six seconds left if you play clean defense. You can get any shot you want at that point. It's unbelievable. It's Do you guys want him to play baffling. in the play-in at this point? Like I, 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 I think it'd be fun. Like let's get him in the play-in. Well, they deserve it. You know what? Whether the, the we want to or not, they will. just cut his teeth on being a really good. Keep it moving to the next week of the NCAA tournament. He's actually he should be in his element in a one and done setup. He Very really true. should be. Yeah. Be if fun. you lose the play-ins, if you lose the play-ins, you're in the lottery. You're in the lottery, right? If you don't make the final, the final eight. Believe so. Is that right? So. I think it's it's it goes by like how no 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 to, it's the bottom it's the bottom thirteen right. What I'm saying uh, 14, is if you 14, if you don't 14, make well, the seventh, you I'm saying seven. if you fall if you're it doesn't matter if you finish seven and you lose two games you don't make the playoffs you're not one of eight teams in the playoffs so I'm saying if you're not one of the eight who enter the real playoffs not the play-in playoffs are you in the lottery? Is it done that way or is it done by record at the end of the regular season? I thought, yeah, I think for for this new format, I think it's done by the record at the end of the season. So if you're like the seventh team and you get bounced and you don't make the playoffs, you're not going to have a chance at the game. So the 10th team that makes the playoffs is still in the lottery? Yes, that's correct. They can win it all. They can win it. That's that's the beauty of the title and be in the lottery? Correct. Correct. That's why you no one should want any part of the Washington Wizards. Because they're going to be in that 9-10 and they're probably going to win it. I mean, that's and get a lottery pick. To me, does it come down to like is Brad Stevens's future built around the fact that like if they do get in the play-in and lose to the Wizards or something like that, it, does it change? And then Danny can't bring him back. Maybe. But that's well, the question everyone's asked. What is the what's the what's the, the what's, what's the head rolling uh, scenario? Is it first round exit? Is it is it play and loss? You know, what's the one that automatically is like we just we can't live with this? Um, I think if they I, wind up in a playing game and they get beat badly, like thrashed badly. Then he's yeah, I, I think I think you got you got to cut him loose because remember out with Clippers when they were up three one over Denver, 
Life is good. Doc's the man. He's finally getting them over yeah. that second round hump that the Clippers have never quick. been able to get over them. Yeah. Then they collapse. Doc's gone. T- ties in. Things change yeah. quickly. Okay, quickly. I'm being you told to save, you, have, you have to save that that, that that culture, right, Gerard? I mean, I think that's why the Clippers did that. They're afraid that everyone's going to check out one more year, Doc, and everyone checks out, and then you have to, you know, completely destroy the destroy the roster and start from. Scratch. So how is that different than than if the Celtics get bounced early? It's not. I'm with you. I agree. I just think that people are going to look at it and compare it to, oh, well, Brad went to the Eastern Conference Finals this amount of time. Da, da, da. It's not about that. It's about the fact that he's he's losing this team or he's lost this team better yet. And there's not enough flexibility for Danny Ainge to fix it on the fly. It's not enough time. That there's just, I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm with you. I mean, the brand new, the extension for this to happen, there's no way they could have foreseen this. But you're telling me that the core guys, or at least one of those guys, Tatum and Brown says, hey, listen, one morning they wake up during the offseason and say, you know what, Brad's not it. And they go to the front office and, and present that. You think the Celtics aren't going aren't gonna to go go their separate ways with Brad? They have to. That's what, That's the what NBA I said. does. That's what well, they're about. I mean, he, he, I mean, obviously Brad has shown himself to be a very good coach, and he's had a lot of success here. But you know what? Some of that success you got to look at with, with an asterisk. Like, and I think back to the Chicago series in 2017 where Rondo comes into the garden – Wins games one and two, and breaks his, his yeah. thumb or wrist or whatever it was. That could have ended Does not play again. Game. That series changes. They it's go huge. on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Just yeah. imagine if they would have got bounced in the first round by the Bulls. How could that would have – the domino effect that would have had on Brad's lineage as the Celtics had now, With everything, because the, the, the multiple things everyone says in defense of what's going on with the Celtics this year is – They've reached two conference finals, and that uh, that counts both for Brad and for Jalen and Jason. And so, in no matter what, anytime you look at whatever negative is happening with the team right now, everyone will always go back to that. They've made two out of three Eastern Conference finals. These two guys, on their own, without the support, because they did it without Kyrie and Gordon in the first year, and they did it largely without Gordon last year, and Brad. So, if they can do it then, then stands to reason they can do it again, even if it's not happening this year. So it's a fair point because they have done it on their own, that nucleus of Brad and those two guys being the main stars. Um, I, I, so, just, I just think at the end of the day, the money is going to force the Celtics to stand pat. Keep this core together. Keep Brad as coach. Run it back at least one more I think year, regardless of what happens to, this year. I think it's easier to too because out. Jeff's scenario is I risky. Guys check out. I, I think if everything stays the same, there's a greater chance that Tatum and Brown are going to check out because you're not going to improve this roster. You're not going to bring in pieces that's going to magically flip things around. And the Brooklyn Nets, guess what? They're going to be better next year. You know, the, the Philadelphia 76ers are probably going to be better next year. But like, that's the reason to do it more than anything else, Josue. If you're like, you're looking at these guys and like, it's not working. Not not that it's, I can upgrade talent to a player like Beal. We're not even having the t- – Jeff believes – you know, it's just he's a more talented yeah, player. If, if you can get him, get him. New, if you could upgrade a new right? voice to these young guys, like that's, yeah. I think that's that's a strong part. The strong Celtics could do that. Like, they might. But you, 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 you know what? You don't. You don't need to. Option A. That's option A. Option B. If you can't do that, or Wick won't pay for the buyout for Brad Stevens, you got to look at option B. Because oh, I, I thought you a, had it the other way around. See, I thought you, I thought you were saying. Give Tatum a new running mate over replacing Brad. Stevens. If it's Bradley Beal, I'm in. If it's I'm Bradley Beal, right? Oh, if away. it's Bradley Beal, right? I'm not giving Jalen. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, if I can get Beal, that might be option A for me. Okay, yeah. right. That might be the like. 
but don't trade Jalen just to trade him. I got you. No, hell no. <laughs> hell no. No, no, no one's going to do that. But... Again, I really think Jalen has gotten so much better. You got to remember, guys, I saw him in AU. I saw him at Cal. He sucked at Cal. Now, yeah. he, he has made such strides in the last year, to be honest, in what he can do on the half court and his decision making. Yeah. In the last two years, in, in his perimeter shot, that still doesn't mean I well, want him shooting a ton of threes. You I had, still his yeah. strength is going to the basket. You right? had a you, you had an early season mea culpa on Brown when you opened up your preseason uh, <laughs> chit chit oh, yeah, chat around the Celtics was Brown's never going to be a number two guy. He's more yeah. of a three or four option. Then he comes out and he shoots eighty five percent from everywhere, and it's like, all right, maybe he is. But again, the, if he's a two and wants to be a one, and he's going to be, and he and Tatum can't figure it out together, I don't know, Sherrod. See, I'm not. I'm not sure they. I'm see. I'm not sure that's the issue. Uh, I mean, the fact is, that we're not talking about you know two guys who are so diametrically different that they're fighting to be the the alpha. I don't think right. that's happening. And that's why the more I look at this team and their struggles, it's hard to look past the Brad factor. It's hard to look past him it's hard. not figuring out the Kemba how, factor. Right. Well, the, yeah, the Kemba, Kemba factor certainly. But but we but here's the thing we've seen these guys figure out how to be impactful players as a unit when they've been missing key guys or when guys haven't been less at full strength we saw that with Kyrie Irving we saw that with Gordon Hayward and yep. Kimba is in that same kind of lane of of engagement but Brad hasn't figured out how to get the most so, out of this team how's this how's this no leadership. And no leadership, really, from your coach. No toughness. No, no guy who's going to go in there and mf them. And I think this you know, team needs some of that. that so we 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 talked great. about that, and that that's that's and, real. I mean, and, and when we had Kendrick Perkins on, you, guys, you, guys uh, you know, on the locker room, that was kind of where where Ken, he was kind of going down that route a little bit. Yeah, like basically, I was shoving they, him. they they need one. They right. need. But no, yeah. it's true. Almost every answer Perk gave was like, so why do we think this is happening? He's like, that's on the coach. That's on the coach. That's on the coach. And the staff. Like, and the yeah. staff. Right. Right. But he kept staff. coming back to that. He's like, he's got to hold – like, sure, Marcus fucks up. But he, I'm sorry, he's got to hold him accountable. Sure, this happens. But Brad's got to tell him not to do that. And, yeah, they're, they're doing all of this, but that's on Brad. Like, he came back to it a ton. Um, and, and that's so, where I think the fix, yeah. the fix can be – Maybe the fix isn't Brad. Maybe the fix isn't Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I think where where you can improve this roster is on the back end, bringing in some veteran guys, some some leaders, some proven players in this league that don't necessarily have to cost a lot of money, but that the players respect, the young guys respect. They not they might not be ready to lead by example because they are pretty young, and I think a lot of people forget that. You know, they've been in the league for a few years, and they're they're obviously all star level players but that doesn't mean that they're ready to lead a team and sometimes you need a veteran like an Al Horford I'm not saying PJ Tucker exactly a PJ Tucker guy I mean I'm just like a a guy that doesn't cost JJ Redick type of level of of money that you know can still help you can still be a voice in the locker room and can still contribute on the court and that the players can sort of look to and I think Brad's looking for players to do that too Brad's not looking to be the center of attention on the team he wants the players to figure it out oftentimes on their own. And I also think that's where the staff comes in too. You brought in a guy like Evan Turner, I think, to try to connect to the players on some level. And maybe you need to bring in other former at former NBA players that are kind of work, looking to get into the league um, on the yeah. coaching side. You, you need know, those, a badass those are the ways you can imp- you, yeah, you need exactly. a badass yeah. on your bench. I'm I mean, saying PJ you, Tucker. 
Like PJ Tucker, Kendrick Perkins, Leon Poe. You need a guy who who cut his teeth as a tough, gritty guy in his league. Because Maurice those are the Lucas. guys that become the examples that will help a Grant Williams, who is is he, he is who he is. But you yeah. like him to be a little bit grittier, a little bit more grimier. You need someone like that. If you can't get an actual player, get a damn assistant coach who played the game, who played like right. that. Because that is something that you're you need. That's something right. that Jerome is, Allen is a, not that. Right. Jerome Allen is not that. Larry Good guy. Is not that. Well, right. we talked about bringing KG in and just let him yell at them for a little while and see. I'm good you know, with that. I'll do the do the Bull Durham thing. Their kids well, scare them. You know, like just freaking go in there and just lose your freaking right. mind yep. on them. Yep. You know. Uh, by the but way, I mean, the loser of the lottery. The loser of the play-in games enters the lottery. So to go back I to your – I knew it. That's what I thought. So to Because that's why I was initially for it. One, excitement factor. Two, let's see if you've got any balls. Three, if you lose, what's the worst that happens? You enter the lottery. That's not terrible. Uh, roll the dice on that. So the sure. The lottery is, you know, a, a basically non-zero chance at winning the lottery. So, Take I it. Mean, I mean, I wouldn't in, get my in this year, honestly, there. the difference between pick six and pick 20 – you, you none. The There's none. none. Really? It's a crap. It's a crap shoot. Every top five. <laughs> really? Top four. One down. <laughs> Good. Guys. That's why you win the lottery. Yeah. John's like, wait, what? That's the truth. Then, then win it. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. I mean, at this I point, they're not going to. Sur- I yeah. appreciate all of you guys. Everybody in the chat crushing me. I appreciate that. Too. Oh, you I'm love that though. Are they? Brown. He's here I'm for saying that. to trade Jalen Brown. If you can get a guy named Bradley Beal, who by the last uh, time I checked is pretty effing good. All yeah. right. But I also think, yes, you want to fire Brad Stevens? I, I kind of at the point where I'm almost there. Yeah. yeah. All right. This thing shakes cool. out, but I'm See, damn I think that's where I'm at. Well, the, 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 the chat supports fire Brad. They don't yeah. support Trey Jalen. Uh, yeah. and, they, and they are used to Bobby saying really nice things. And then you come in here, Jeff, and you start saying really yeah. mean things about the Celtics. And I, 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 think, I think it is. I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. You should add the You're trigger warning for everybody. You're a bully right I'm now. an asshole. I've heard it all before. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I'll be okay tomorrow. I'll wake yeah. up and. I don't need a box of Kleenex next to me. And so. we'll we'll bring you we'll bring you on again, and we want you to be the same asshole next time too. Espe- <laughs> especially Absolutely. if they deserve it. What's the point right. of saying nice things? Why? Why? What? They don't deserve that. Why sugarcoat and, it? And That's again, what we're here for. this stretch. Ask Marcus. Tatum, I'm the president of the Jason Tatum fan club. Man, he should have played tonight. You got 12 games left, or whatever it is. You, you got to get your ass out there and play tonight. That, That's but if you so are ever going to take a game off down a stretch. This was the one. They sh- whether he played or not, they should have won this game. Agreed. Yeah. You're right. That's You're right. true. And, and that's why I, I can't. Off, I can't right. be mad about JT for not playing this game because they should have won this whip without playing. him. Right. Why don't you pick? And he a needs game a break. Kimba is going to play, so you uh, you always have two of those three. That's, that's a great idea. I, I, I said. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Well, you know, we, we can space those two out. That would make sense. Yeah, and again, it's it's it's. To me, it's the continuity of getting these guys to all play together. We rarely have seen it this year, and you're running out of games before the playoffs or the play-in, whichever one it ends up being. Um, and like you said, Jeff, I mean, these are the games where you got to start to create good habits, and right now I don't see a single damn one. Yeah, remind my ta- rewind it to my tank take from a couple of weeks ago or whenever that was. I want that one back. Um, just <laughs> get it over with. Get out of here. Anyway, Jeff, thank you all for right. joining us. Later, please come, please come back again. Me. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll, I'll probably see you again soon because uh, if they keep sucking, I'll be back. 
That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. You're, you're, you might be an asshole, but you're our asshole, Jeff. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate you, Jeff. Well said, <laughs> Jimmy. Later. <laughs> oh, um, Jimmy. So good, Jimmy. <laughs> no, good good stuff. Good to have Jeff on there. Great um, stuff. We, we, got him on. we were talking about bringing him on just to talk about the Jalen thing, thinking this is going to be boring. The Celtics will win this game. Um, and there won't be a ton to talk about because it's freaking OKC and like whatever. It's just a throwaway game. So let's have some other conversations about other things. And he kind of threw that Jalen Brown thing out again. Figured it'd be interesting. And then this freaking happened, and here the we 20, go. So, twenty twenty one Celtics never, never, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna surprise you, no matter what, one way or another. It's just, I just wish, it, I just wish, the record doesn't bother me as much as the, the lack of compete, the lack of, I mean, the guys that aren't very good, I don't care that you're not very good. That does has, has nothing to do if you're playing hard. That has nothing. You know what? I I watched the Knicks Suns game the other night, uh, and I paid too. really Great close team. attention to the Knicks and what they were doing defensively, every single guy that stepped on the floor was flying his ass all over the yeah. court. When when teams put them in rotation, guys were flying. When teams were trying to run their stuff, guys were closing out under control. They were doing all the things that I remember seeing a certain team in New England do last year and the year before and the year before. Where did we go wrong? Where yeah. did we lose our way? Where did we go astray? And that team, that team made Phoenix. They, like they had to fight for that, you know. Like they had yeah. to finally. They had, there's a reason why they were on that long winning streak that just got snapped. And, and and listen, that's a team with that kind of heart that that can really get far because of that and, and string together wins like that. But to I want this team to start Sherrod, fighting. I'm not quite sure, Sherrod. I'm not quite sure because I want them to fight to win, not physically again. fighting, but, but just this, fight to win. This wasn't the team we saw during the six game winning streak, though. So so like, to answer your question, I'm not quite sure what happened, but outside of not having a few guys in some games. But then two days ago, they were damn near healthy outside of but Robert Williams. Here's, I think, where people have the wrong – like, this is where the mentality of your average Celtics fan, I think, is 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 flawed. Like, you see them do something like the six-game win streak or play well on a night and win the game, the Portland game, the Denver game, whatever, Phoenix, and, and think – couldn't make it. Couldn't Peace, get there. Um, I he think gone. he just – He's just pressing. He's he's nicking it right now. His takes were too hot tonight. He burned the right. Scorching video takes. Out. Are you back? Are you, can you do this? Damn it, yo! I was on a roll, guys. It's been yeah. like three shows in so a row. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say nothing. You know, I wasn't gonna say nothing. But... Jinx it. It's like J- so Joe Sway's. Joe Sway's Wi-Fi is like the how many days without a tornado sort of thing in one of those shitty Midwestern towns. <laughs> you know, he went two days, two days without Wi-Fi issues. I think he's frozen right now. That's not real. He he's frozen. Oh, we froze. He was. No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Go ahead. Buffering. That's your nickname, <laughs> Buffer. The family had Buff. a lot of buffers. Um, so, so, again, all of these things, keep, everyone's like, oh, look, this is who they can be. Wrong. They're the other thing. They're the thing you're seeing most of the time. They're closer to this and closer to what we've seen over the last couple of games. Last game was even more disappointing. I mean, everyone else shit on this one. Absolutely inexcusable loss. I still think that... I mean, this two game stretch is the worst of the season by far. The the worst sh- two game stretch. I'll buy fully, that. I'll buy that. Fully loaded Charlotte team, and then this crap team that's losing by thirty points a night. You know, with a bunch of twenty year olds. Forget it. This is who you are. You're not the other thing. You're much closer to this because it, it, they just this just it's just loser ball at this point. It's no effort. It's it's it's. I mean, just being out. The last two nights they were just flat out out competed. 
uh, it, it's and it wasn't even close. Two teams that wanted it more and took it from him. Embarrassing losses. That's who you are. This is the Boston Celtics. Yeah, this is your Boston you Celtics. Are. You're that team. You're like I said. You're the team. You're the slump buster. You're the team that everyone's like. You know what, guys? Let's get back on track. This is this is supposed to be a good team, but we know we can take them. We know we can you know get a little get a little confidence boost going in, and you know all we have to do is outplay them because teams have been doing it all year. Just outwork them, and they'll lay down their sword. And that's that's what they do. If this team's not fully stocked with everybody playing, then you get performances like this. It's a it's a combination of lack of fight, lack of compete, like Sherrod says, and lack of talent. I mean, it takes talent to hit shots and hit threes, and they just couldn't hit they couldn't hit a shot tonight. I mean, we say it's a make this league all the time. I mean, they barely shot twenty percent from three tonight. That's really the difference in this game. Yeah, but I think the, the biggest problem. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. You got just way. Your Wi Fi no, might go out before you finish. So go. <laughs> no, I was gonna say real quick. Cher- um, cherish these moments of clean Wi-Fi. I think I think what used to, what was driving me crazy was not only not just the brass team's rotations, but it was like once he finally found that combination, it was like, oh wait, now you have to finish the game with these guys because it just seemed like no one was on the same page outside of Smart Pritchard. You know, uh, I mean, who am I missing? That's it, right? I don't. Even, I, I just think outside of those guys. You didn't know what you were going to get, guys, guys coming in and out. And that includes Romeo Langford. I was really surprised. I just felt like Romeo Langford was just somewhere else. He played over 20 minutes in this one. He had moments, but he also had those last – I know you mentioned he was – he looked you mean like the lost. wide open three in from the corner? Oh, man, that one, the bounce pass down low, that wasn't a bad pass. He just wasn't there. Like, his hands aren't there. It's like he's a step behind or on defense. Again, like I said earlier, Marcus Smart literally has to tell him where he's supposed to be. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Did he roll out a new defense? Did he roll out a new a new system before this game? I don't like I don't know if you guys saw, but I muted the word Celtics on my Twitter. So nobody can hurt me tonight. I won't see any Celtics news for the next twenty four hours. <laughs> I didn't know you could this do that. My, you my, can it's my safe space for the next twenty four hours. Nobody who tweets me with the word Celtics, I won't see it for the next twenty four yeah. hours. Yeah, I'll I do sleep it. well tonight. I do it for like entertainment spoilers. Like if I don't want to, you know, if I'm behind on a series and everybody's tweeting oh, about it okay. or a movie, mm-hmm. I I'll do that. I'll block it all out. You know, I'm I'm I'm, right. I'm a couple episodes behind on the on the winter, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't want people blowing that up for me. I got to you know, people, people will that. do that. They'll do it when the episode, the new episode's going live. It's like, yeah, hey, Avengers like, Endgame. I, it took me a week to watch it, and I was like, everyone, shut up. You know? uh, see, for me, that's for sports and <laughs> award shows alone. Like, that's it. Like, you you want to tweet out live? Okay, that's fine. But come on. People are trying to watch the show. You know, yeah. on, on uh, demand has been around for a long time. It's I tough know. for the people out west. They're three hours. Everything happens, and they're just like, shit. Yeah. Um, I, don't feel, I, I mean, I don't feel bad. They're out west. I mean, they're, they're, I'd rather be out west than here at the time. But yeah. they, they uh, are late on everything. All right. So, uh, again, as we promised to people, we're going to do our little vent session here. So, um Opening up the room here. We're going to open it up shortly. Uh, Ahmed, go ahead, um, fire it up, and uh, we'll put the link in the chat. We'll go over and chat with you guys for a few minutes or as long as you guys want to want to rail on here. Um, Ahmed for his funny comments during the, on the thread. He, he, <laughs> of course, he goes, how about uh, Marcus Smart take another three? I kid you not. Ten seconds later, he takes one. He finally made it. Yeah, <laughs> the one three, man. one for ten, one for ten. Well, so there's a few leftovers. Everything tonight was global. We didn't get in on any individual people. And again, I, I it's worth mentioning. Sure, Jalen had a jail. I mean, 
half this show was about Jeff's take on Jalen in the offseason. Again, we can debate that forever, whether a move for Beal or something like that is is good. And I, I really don't know because I don't think it's a slam dunk. Um, but it, there's no such thing as a slam dunk. There's no slam dunk here. You're, you're, you're moving. And again, it's not a move for the sake of moving, but almost anything you do, you're getting it feels like it is, though. You're getting equal value in return, so you're just hoping that those pieces mesh better. Usually you do that with uh, disgruntled stars. You don't do that with a guy you like. It's like, I don't like John Wall. You don't like Westbrook. Let's swap these guys and see if the change of scenery helps because we both hate them. Those trades make sense. It star for star trades never happen. It just does, it, well, the, especially a star that you like. Like they love Jalen. Um, or especially I, two I, stars I, that are still ascending. Like, I can't see it. I don't see how you do it. I think the only way you make a move is if you're going backwards, not in a way to go forward. If you ever got to the point and say, "I'm going to sell it for pieces and start a process or start to rebuild." which I just don't think you do because what are you hoping? You draft a Jalen Brown type guy and you develop him in two or three years? It makes no sense. I don't see any <laughs> You already in, have him. Right? You already have him and he's 23. Like, what are you looking for? A, another yeah. young star who will be that good by the time they're 20? It's impossible. So, like, I don't, see, John, like, I don't see how they get better there. If you're dating well, you goal it, back-to-back drafts, like, you, you can't just close up shop now. That's why I just think if it comes down to it, if it boils down to it, I see Brad out of here before one of those guys leaves. That's the only thing because the reality is the roster is largely going to be like this, or as Jimmy said with the tax tryout, anybody who plays their way in and you think is going to be a part of it. Like if this is what you see out of Evan Fournier, you're not giving him 20 million in the off season. You know, uh, I don't know if Rob is going to be hurt every 10 seconds. You're not extending him, you know? So you don't know. You may, it may be this roster and less, um, but getting rid of Brown or Tatum is asinine. It's, it's literally right. the only thing you have. I think you the one are thing not they, going they to do that. Me. You're not going to do that real, because – go ahead, Jimmy. Real quick, I was just going to say, I yeah, think I thought that Sherrod I was messing with you for a second. <laughs> I did too. I was like, all right. You all are right, not going me. to do that, Jimmy Toscano. <laughs> right. um, I think ideally you'd like them to maybe – play different styles of games or be further away position wise. Like if you had a point guard and a power forward or something like, you know, you want your superstar players to really be complementary of each other. And sometimes I think that's the issue we talk about all the time is that these guys aren't very complimentary sometimes. Like there it's one player out there. Sometimes it's like, here comes Jason Tatum. And now here comes Jalen Brown when they're not moving the ball around like they used to in previous seasons, it doesn't feel like they're able to, you know, maximize each other's, you know, potential out there at the same time. I'm going to go back to what I said earlier about them needing somebody on that bench who was just an ass kicker, uh, someone who's a legitimate tough guy. Because here's the thing, to John's point, this roster is probably not going to be significantly ratified or modified, I should say, right. next year uh, because of where they are in terms of the tax, unless they do something really blockbuster like, like move Tatum or move Brown, which I don't think they'll do. So if you can't do upgrade – so what, where's the one area where you can add some toughness to the mix that won't devastate your cap? It's that bench. They have a lot of good guys and, 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 and folks involved on the basketball side who are good teachers, but you kind of need someone who's got a little bit of thug in them. You kind of need someone who's got a little bit of a grit and grind about them, someone who can actually look at Grant Williams and say, you're playing soft, and I know what soft looks like because I played X number of years in the league, and what you're doing, it's soft. We need to change that. 
Marshmallow. They don't have anyone who can roll up on guys like that and say that, and it'd be taken credible. And they need that. Right. Think about when yeah. when you had, you know, you you and the pre some of the previous teams, you had players who could do that. You had a James Posey. When you had a Tony Allen, you had, you know, even Eddie House would, would get in your grill piece if you if you didn't come correct. They don't have guys with that DNA. Swagger. If you can't get players like that, get people on your staff. So again, I know you said that, but like, and I don't disagree at all, Sherrod. I I, I want to see that, but you know, they had you know a roster that had um, you know uh, Smart on it, and you had Morris on it, um, and whatever. And they were and, great. Yeah, but it didn't go well that year. And then you had, <laughs> and then you have Smart. You have yeah. Smart now, and you have Tristan, who's you know a bit of a dog and a guy who's supposed to kind of bring energy and fire he things up. He was supposed to be John. He supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sherrod, I'm asking you this. Oh, sorry. A, I was shrinking there for a minute. Got okay. his own is is he a nice guy or is he a soft guy or is he more of a, in terms of uh, the way he plays, more of a grit guy? Nice guy. That, He's well, a nice occasionally, guy. Occasionally slip into the gritty mode. Occasionally. Right. Exactly. When he's in a bad mood or, or he's really into the game that night. I, I love when really guys are in a night. bad mood because typically guys play better when they're in a bad mood. Well, that's what I mean. But if he's eh, if he's not in a bad mood or not out there to have something to prove, or someone didn't step on his foot the the, right, the way that really pissed him off, think, I keep thinking back to that it. one thing Doc Rivers used to talk about all the time: is I need instigators. Uh, it, that wasn't people who started trouble. That was guys who finished the trouble that was already started. They don't have anyone on the bench like that. They don't have anyone really uh, among the roster. Well, Marcus Smart so falls funny. in that category. But but it's so funny because you had like you know uh, the other guy you know Kyrie and Marcus made 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 Jalen and Jason sad so they left and then we had to get nicer guys in here you know and now now the nice guys aren't working because these guys are now they're they're bumped out and they you know they don't they're sulky and they don't want to play so oh, no, no, now, like, now we like need tough guys to kick them in the ass again like they don't think, like the criticism that's what it is. But do you think Jason Tatum wants a guy in his freaking face? Like, honestly, do you think that Jalen well, Brown wants a guy? I'm not so concerned about what he, he wants. Might not I'm more want concerned that, about what he needs. He might need it. Yeah, he someone in his like, ear. He could, like, I'm just imagining if Marcus Morris was on this team right now, what would he say? How would he describe this team? Soft. He would. He would definitely uh, push Jalen Brown again during a timeout. Yeah. TP in a monsoon. But Jalen doesn't soft like that. Like that be. does not that they yeah. don't respond to that. That's the thing. They don't respond to it. I think you need a strong I don't think you need one of those guys. I think you need the it has to I, I hate to say it. What do you it's think, the, John? You think you think they're gonna look at each other and be like, this guy's a dick. I don't like it's this. the coach. You need a coach with a strong voice that they will listen to. I don't need a guy to flip chairs and throw shit. Yeah, you need to be afraid that they right, might that they might from time to time, but you you might need a player coach. You might need that guy, you know. So who you got? Who you got? Because that's the that's the biggest reason why that's the biggest reason why all the anti Brad Stevens people out there they don't have a whole lot to say. Like after, you said, look after after get rid of Brad, they don't have much to say after I, that. Just, I've said this anybody, before. Anybody, just, just get them out of here. If if things are gotten to the point where you fire your coach, you're not concerned about the replacement. You just know that this doesn't work. If you if your marriage is so bad that you need a divorce, mm -hmm. you're not worried That's about not your next wife. Though. Okay, you're Brad just Stevens at this point saying this is untenable. 
if you realize it's untenable, you're not worried that the next thing, what the, whether the next is going to work, it's always a leap of faith. Even if you have a guy you think is perfect, it's a leap of faith. You don't, you don't know you how don't it's going to work. But John, you don't think Danny Ainge has at least a couple of names in mind? He has to. He has to. Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge had Brad Stevens in mind two or three years before Doc Rivers said, or before he realized, oh, we're, doing, we're, doing, we're doing a rebuild? Oh, shoot. All right. I don't it's be possible. Here. Let's continue this over on um, on uh, on uh, Locker Room. Sure, Sherrod and sure. I are going to head. Jimmy, Josue, you guys want to hang on this for a few more minutes? Yeah, we'll close it down. I will text me when you're done. I'll close the room down. All right, guys. All right. Uh, I'll be on it with you guys, but you guys can hang here. Sherrod and I are heading over. I'm in the room right now, so I'm going to. Uh, oh, I'm going to. Okay. I'm in there now. I'm going to request to speak, and I'm going to jump in. Sherrod, head out. Um, these guys head will now. carry us. Home. These all guys. Right, these guys will carry us. I'll see you on OT. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see everybody so, on OT. Wait, I'm you heading over to tell now. Tell you when we're going to end the show. Text me when you want to wrap up the show, and I'll and I'll shut it down for you guys. Oh, oh! Because you don't have you don't have the you don't have the control. What if I here. lose? Jo what if I lose Joe Sway in the middle of the oh, show? Yo, I've done it. Show. I've done it a ton. <laughs> you stare at the camera and you give your jimmiest of Jimmy takes. Okay. Yeah, Jimmy is hoping that happens. He's you just you just Jimmy it up, <laughs> and then when you panic, you text me and you go Hal, and and you know just and I'll and I'll come in. It's and I'll, like the kid at the kid at the supermarket counter waiting for his mom his mom went back to get something and uh he's staring at the cashier it's getting closer and closer <laughs> yeah so room's yeah. filling up already we got a bunch of people in there i'm heading over guys hang out for a bit um and uh and then come over and join us so anybody here android there's some people who use it it's a beta situation right now you can give it a try anyone else ios download it come join us we're gonna we're gonna vent for a little bit all right see ya what's up oh, what's going on man you good? You no done with the team yet, or what? Can you hear me, dude? Yeah, you're good. I think I lost one head. I, I'm 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 deaf in one headphone right now. I think my battery is running low, so I'm on borrowed oh, is that, time. Is that that happens? They one one will clock out before the other one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but one will like one's a little weaker than the other. I don't know. Man. They're both equally charged, but for some reason, maybe it's a microphone thing. One dies you know like shortly before the other. I, one. I bet you use the good folks at Apple. That that's their way of giving you a hint. Like you don't have much time left. This thing's about to die out. Yeah, I was like, I got, I like the AirPods, but to be honest, they die too. If you're if you're using it to talk, they die way too quickly. Like oh, really? they were fully charged when we when this show started, and now they're like dead. Dude, I was minutes away from getting one, literally like a couple of weeks ago. And I went to the store in, on, in Copley, and the woman, this literally, like, they, they, they talk to you outside, and you, like, schedule an appointment. And she was like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll let you in in, like, 45 minutes. I was just like, forget it. And I just, like, left. <laughs> and to this day, I, I don't have your Lost a customer. Like, Sorry, Apple. Yeah. And there's really, like, two people in the big-ass store, and it's just, it's just a new setup now with, with COVID and everything. So I was like, ah, yeah. I'll probably, I'll probably order at some point. I don't think that company is going to survive much longer with a service like that, so. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's just shoddy headphones. Get it together, Apple. What else we got going on, man? Nothing much, man. I, I, I got to tell you, I, even even though the comeback was pissing me off, I was like, watch them pull it off. And they didn't. And, and, and a couple of days ago, like, these two losses, I don't know, man. I'm really starting to buy buy a little bit of that Brad, that get rid of Brad stock, a little bit. I'm not there yet. And, like, I think we're over – I mean, well, I, I don't I mean tomorrow, obviously, but, you know. Obviously. No, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, obviously, I got you. Yeah. It's, it's the end of off-season type situation. But, like, right. John's talking about how, you know, he doesn't need the coach to throw chairs, and I don't either, and he doesn't – I almost feel like people are putting too much stock in the coach's ability to motivate players. I think that players should be able to motivate themselves and each other 
before the coach can. It's obviously anyone who's had like a great coach in life, you know, they mean a ton to you and you'll never forget them and all that stuff. But when you get to the when you get to the professional levels, I think that might change a little bit. Like, the, you know, like yeah, I don't course. you think you looked at as him as like a mentor like you do when you're a kid or when you're growing up and you're playing in like AAU and high school and college. I think like once you get to the pros, like you need a smart coach. You need a coach that's going to put you in a position to succeed on on the court or on the field, whatever sport it is. And it's somebody that, yes, you want to believe in him and you want to, you want to have his back and you want him to have your back out there. And I, I don't know if it's at the point where they don't trust Brad or Brad's or they've tuned Brad out. But at the same time, I, I put it on the players that like, when it comes to like not fighting or not competing, I don't necessarily put that on Brad. I put that on the players a lot. Like, you're a professional now. You have to make sure that you are fired up for these games and you have to fire up your teammates and you have to get yourself going. Like there's million, there's a million reasons why you should be. And it shouldn't be that, Oh, like my coach doesn't get me fired up enough, like before the game or during the game. Like, and at the same time, Brad should be able to, you know, turn it up a notch too. And I do think that he's had some questionable decision-making this season for sure. I mean, to say the least, if you want to talk about the starting rotations or you know not adjusting enough during games or questionable substitutions at certain points like you can certainly do that but that shouldn't take a player's like mentality that shouldn't change a player's mentality to like be a killer out there like no one should be checking out right exactly no (laughs) one felt like people are checking out yeah i mean i I, i'm with you on that like i don't think it's brad's responsibility to to give these guys heart but I just think in the NBA, again, like you said, right, when people get – a lot of that has to do with money. Let's face it. When these guys get paid, they're millionaires, they're a year or two removed from their rookie season, and they're – you know, whether they want to call it coasting or not, I think there's stretches where guys can, can, can take nights off or at least take a few plays off or just say, you know what, I'm going through the motions tonight. And I think when that happens, someone like Brad Stevens, it's tough for him to be in that spot because – I think it's tough for him to sort of get guys out of that funk and, and right. throughout the course of the regular season, a long season, especially with COVID, you know, the virus going on and everything, obviously this team has been faced with a lot of hurdles, but I just think a lot, if you look at most NBA teams, like the signs of a team that's checked out on a coach, like a lot of them are there with the Celtics team. I know. And a couple of months ago, that was the first time it crossed my mind where, you know, Gary said it, or there a couple of weeks after that, we were talking about it, but, but I just looked at it as, as temporary. We're 10 games, 10, what, 10, less than 10 games left of the season. And here we are again. Yeah, the six game winning streak wasn't too long ago, but I can't help but think like the Southerners have, have, have fallen into that space where the team's completely checked out. Can they turn it around? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's possible. But w- what does that mean, though? Right. What does turn around mean? If they, if they win out, does that mean they're going to go far in the playoff? If they win out and, they, and, they, and they're bounced out of the second round, if that's a successful right. season, no. Are the team is the team going to be happy with Brad or think that like I just think it's a matter of the signs are there now and if we don't see that quick turn that we've been alluding to for the last two or three weeks like when is it ever going to happen this year and if it doesn't at all the same team same coach what makes people think that they're just going to wake up during the offseason the NBA doesn't work like that NBA teams don't work like that there has to be a drastic right. change after that you know and this that that could be the path that we're, that we're on right now, starting with this loss. Like this is a significant loss, worst loss of the season. Like for like, for sure. I mean it this time. Hopefully it's the last time I. Say it. Hopefully this is the last time I <laughs> yeah. say this one. I know there's a couple of other tough matchups coming up that we might be saying it for, but this is definitely up there. Um, I do think a lot of it had to do with just 
awful, horrific shooting, but it should never even got to that point. But to everyone's point saying, okay, well, like your question, you know, oh, if you get rid of Brad, well, who are you going to get? You know, who are you going to get to coach your team? Well, you can see the same thing of like, well, if you're going to trade Jalen, you know, you yeah. can't just trade Jalen. You have to know, you have to make sure you get somebody of, you know, significant, significant value or whoever the player is, you know, Tatum, Rob, whoever, smart. Or you do the other thing where you you say, okay, we still think we can win with this core group if they are healthy. I know it's a big if this year, but if they can stay healthy, we think we need to add pieces around them to maybe motivate them a little bit, to maybe add, you know, to, you know, complement their style of play a little bit. So the people coming on coming off the bench are not just guys who like improve the team from an emotional standpoint, but do actually put them in positions to succeed. And they are making them the focal point off the offense, but they're complementary players, but they're also veteran leaders. There's no veteran leaders left on this team. I mean, you can talk about Tristan Thompson. Absolutely. He's one, but I'm not sure if that's enough. Clearly it doesn't seem to be. I don't know if he's that, if he's that guy, I I really don't. So um, I think there's got to be other veterans available at a low cost because they don't have a lot of money to work with. Right. Um, they should, they got to find a way to be able to get these guys in there who want to play. That's the other key. These veterans have to want to play with these young guys, Tatum and Brown. And for whatever reason, over the years, the veterans haven't stuck around. I don't know if that's more so to do with, you know, the people around them or them themselves wanting to just play on other teams, but you got to find a couple of steady veterans who can instill that confidence, that emotion, that swagger, right? That toughness that everyone's talking about. You have to put those around those guys. Don't make Brad Stevens be the guy that has to do that. Let Brad Stevens be the X's and O's guy and the guy that can put you in a position on the court to do your thing. But you can't expect him because he's not. It's pretty clear at this point that that's just not who Brad Stevens is, right? For better or for worse, he's not the motivational type coach who's going to fire up the guys. At least we don't see that on the court. I don't know what happens behind closed doors, but it doesn't appear that He's that type of coach and it's gotten him this far. So whatever he's doing must be working for him. But now you need other either players or assistant coaches, staff to step into those other roles and say, okay, Brad's Brad, we know can take care of this aspect of it, but now this is my job. This is my role. I'm going to come in and provide the fire, provide the spark, provide the tenacity or the, the toughness, you know, and give this team some emotion Make them make them a team that that the opponent doesn't want to play because I don't see that right now. I can't imagine there's one team in the NBA who's like, oh shit, we got the Celtics coming up. Oh, no, that's gonna be a dog. No fight. one's afraid of that shit. Right no, now. <laughs> and it didn't feel that it, that wasn't what anyone was saying to start the season. Everyone was no. thinking, oh, this is this is gonna be a top team in the East. You know, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. They're, Everybody you know, watched the year. bubble. Everyone watched the Eastern Conference Finals. Right, right. Yep. Like they haven't instilled fear at all whatsoever throughout the course of the regular season, and now everyone's. Man, if I'm if I'm if I'm in the league, I'm I'm like, man, that, that all-star duo, bring it. I can't wait to take it to them because everyone can beat those guys. They just lost to a team that lost 14 in a row. Man, that's starting to sink right. in now. It's really starting to sink in. It's that locker room's gonna be crazy today. It is. I uh, just um yeah, so if you guys haven't downloaded it, I know we've said it a million times, give it a download. If you have the Android, there is a beta version out there. Get that beta. Um, which is a good thing. I mean, you might be buggy, but that, that tells me that, you know, that Mark your heroes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you don't want to see us anyways. But I'll tell you what, I think I think we, you know, we had Perk last week. We might see him again. So you definitely want to try to get that app downloaded uh before that happens because we had a we had a we had a 
what two plus hour yo we had perk, room we had perk cackling he was dying laughing the past it sounds two, like the audio i think we just hit 2 a.m when we finally wrapped things up dude and he kept he kept wanting to go we gave him so many outs to leave he's like i'm good i'm kicking my feet up i got a snickers and a dr pepper and i'm just killing it. so and <laughs> yo, i'll tell you it's like the, when you perk get the Reese's after Pieces, dark, man you could really hear him chewing them things <laughs> it's perk after it's perk actually it's almost like you actually get like the locker room version of perk like this is probably right. what perk was like a little bit in the locker room you know kicking it and he was telling stories and all that cool stuff so it was, it was definitely good to have him and hopefully we can get him back and we actually will get some other guests too so definitely um, man just to definitely begin wanna, definitely want to join that i texted john and said um come back come back and uh close this thing out so i don't know if we have to leave for him to do that or do we stay on for him to do that i think we're good i think he, he just said uh just we can just wrap it up i think he's gonna just do it from his end wrap it, jimmy okay yeah that's it <laughs> i guess we'll comment. wrap it so we'll see you guys when's the next game tomorrow yeah man back to back no excuses that's this the time. other thing the thunder were on the second night of a back-to-back -back and they did this to you can yeah, you believe did. that so I don't want any excuses for the Celtics on the second nights of back-to-backs anymore. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that excuse anymore that, oh, it's the second night of a back-to-back. Because -back, the Thunder just did that to you on a second night of a back-to-back. -back. Well, at least this time, uh, you know, on the other end, Tatum, maybe a little Kemba. That should help, no? That should we'll help. See. It should. It's a, it's a big should, but it should. All right, we're out of here. We'll see everybody tomorrow. We out. See you on 24 hours.